Welcome to the Breathe Life Podcast. I'm Fahim Mujahid, a Miami-based integrative health and life coach, fitness and nutrition expert, personal trainer, and private yoga and meditation teacher. Each week, we'll explore meaningful content surrounding the importance and impact of living a life of mindfulness or inspiring interviews with the same intention. Together, we'll incorporate a variety of topics given with the same intention to educate, enrich, and inspire one's life. Welcome home. So I want to spend a little bit of time today just talking about every once in a while, I'm just going to jump up here and share some some thoughts or more times than not, it'll have something to do with reflecting something that I've read in one of the books that I'm currently reading. And sometimes I just kind of felt I feel called to share it with you guys. And then I'm I, I often feel too inspired to get your point of view, your opinion on it especially if it's something that I find more times than not really inspire me to share. Sometimes there's going to be things that I share with you guys that for whatever reason don't necessarily don't doesn't necessarily authentically resonate with me. And I and I know that you know a wise man knows he knows nothing at all, right? So I think always challenging myself to learn more information and, and read and try to find different points of views is something that I think it's something that we all should do more of. So I try to make sure that I'm not falling victim to my perception and becoming too rigid in my line of thought or the way I see things. So I'm always curious to see how other people perceive the same things or different things or see, perceive some of the same things that I perceive, but perceive them differently. I think you can learn a lot from a variety of different opinions or points of views. And when I come across when I come across some of these opportunities where I want to share with you guys, I'm just going to hop up here and, and I don't know, maybe maybe I'll title whenever I'm just going to get up here and just kind of talk about something that I that that showed up for me. Maybe I'll call them like I don't know. Uh, journal entries or 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 pages or something like that but so for today I'm coming at you guys from a passage that I came across by Gary Bishop who's a phenomenal phenomenal uh, coach and he does a lot with really helping a lot of people find a way to really tap into their greatest potential but he also spends a lot of time and what I love about his approach is that it's a non zero bullshit way of going about it. And, and I apologize for my profanity for people who are in an environment who maybe not, probably maybe you guys are playing it over, over the Bluetooth and if you have your kids riding with you or something like that, I apologize. Or if you're just at a place in your life where that curse word rubbed you the wrong way and there was some resistance there for that, I apologize. Every once in a while, I, uh, I find something really passionate about, and I know they say profanity is usually a reflection of not being able to have the intelligence or the way of communicating your thoughts, and I agree. So when it, when it comes to this um, statement that I came across, I didn't necessarily really know how to express it until I got a chance to listen to what he had to say. And it, 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 resolved around, it revolved around the quote, change your thoughts, change your life change your thoughts, change your life. Now, he even mentions that it's one of those quotes, change your thoughts, change your life. It's one of those thoughts that we often come across, 
right? I don't think you can be on Instagram longer than two days without coming across that. And I think it's in and of itself, I think it's a profound way of, of speaking the truth that we become what we think about. You know, our thoughts have inspire emotions and our emotions have a way of attaching themselves to thoughts. And if we're doing that in a way that is experiencing what we're currently experiencing, we can actually use our thoughts, and I believe our thoughts and our emotions to not only communicate, but create the reality we want for ourselves. So I think change your thoughts, change your life is something that will always and has always resonated with me because I believe it to be true. So it's funny because his approach to that is that he thinks that quote is completely BS, right? So he says in his book or in the passage, he says that he actually thinks it's bullshit. Or actually he says he, what I think to be a complete pal of BS. <laughs> so so um, a matter of distinction. But so, so to be honest, you know, you have to be aware of what things rub you and when things show up for you. And I have to admit, when I came across his statement, I just thought it reeked of just ignorance. And the first thing I wanted to do, like in most situations where you're in a conversation with someone who has a different point of view, the first thing you do is rest on your own perception or your your own your your own beliefs and your own understanding. And you whether you speak to it whether you speak to it or not, you close yourself off to any information or insight that could come from someone else that may somewhat shape or change the way you view what you think you know about a certain topic. So when I originally came across this statement, I was so taken aback by it that I was like, you know what? There was a part of me that was like, you know what? I don't even think I'm gonna read the rest of this article. But I have to admit, as I got deeper into the article of what he was saying, I, there was actually parts of it that really resonated with me. I don't think it got to the point where I was like, okay, well, I, I can I can agree with his thought process that um, the, uh, a quote as powerful as change your thoughts, change your life is BS. But I can see what he's, what, he's, what he's saying. And to sum up what he was saying, if I can, without doing him a huge disservice, because he's a beautiful author and he has a beautiful way of phrasing things and the way in which he presents it, but doing my best in, in, in impersonation of his literature, what he's saying is that if you're if you're constantly waiting for yourself to get into the right mindset in order to take action, in order to do things in your life, then you'll never really manifest the life that you want for yourself. He says that we're constantly, because we're human and we're having this human experience, we're constantly at a complex where we're not often in the right state of mind or not often um, surrounded by the right kind of energy. So if you're waiting for getting or arriving at a place where your thoughts and your emotions are all in line with themselves before you take action, then that action will never come. So he's using he's using this as, as kind of like a teaching point and saying that it's actually you actually become what you do is through your actions, no matter what you're experiencing or what you're feeling at the time, it's what your actions that you can create whatever you want to create for yourself. And he actually quotes an Aristotle quote, which I one of the quotes of, of, of Aristotle that I really love, he, he quotes it, it goes, 
We become just by performing just actions, temperate by, be, by performing temperate actions, brave by performing brave actions. And as it, you know, so again, and that's where I'm, I'm, I'm kind of like at a crossroads, right? Because I understand what he's trying to say. I understand his intention behind you not being your thoughts and you being more of the actions. Although I can understand the intention behind it, I, I have, I have to be honest. I don't, I don't share that point of view. I think there's a lot of wisdom in what he's saying, and I do think that we do have to succumb to the reality that there will be constant um, influences of all those emotions and, and fear-based thoughts and self-doubt that'll constantly come into our lives, and it's up to us to still be able to enact the action or create the action that would ultimately impact the outcome that we want in our lives. So I agree with that 100%. But I think in the way in which it's communicated and in in this passage of the book, I think it does a huge disservice for how the quality of our thoughts impact the action. I think it puts so much value and responsibility into just doing the act itself and allowing that act to allow allow that act to not only create the life that we want for ourselves but allowing that act to help us get to a certain place of awareness i don't know if i fully digest that like i i get the intention behind it but i think in order for me to fully commit to agreeing with that i would have to almost by proxy i would almost have to devalue the huge quality and impact I know, or I believe, um, one's thoughts and one emotions have on our ability to act in the first place. So you can do one thing and you can be, you know, and, 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 I, and, and so I guess, so here's my point. You can definitely act, right? I can say, you know what, I really dread going to work. I really wish I could just be in bed all day. I'm just tired. I really, I'm, I'm being met with resistance every time I turn around. I really don't like the people that I work with. My boss is just being very difficult lately. I can be feeling all these things. I can be thinking all these thoughts, but yet the responsibility to act on it, to the action is me actually going and, and putting the action steps towards going to work. And if I see it, if I see the positive outcome being that I need to find another job or another opportunity, then I need to, regardless of what I'm feeling, I need to enlist the action steps to create that reality and to create that outcome. I 100% agree with that. But what I would say, or what I would add to that, is that just just as if I didn't allow myself or I wasn't cognizant of my state of awareness and those thoughts that I was having, if I just let those things kind of be where they were without taking responsibility for or trying to do whatever I could to allow myself to get into the right mindset prior to setting out all my day in those actions, they will undoubtedly have an impact in how those actions are being applied. They, there will undoubtedly be an impact to how I show up. They will undoubtedly create more or take away from the world that I'm experiencing through my actions. So I think that although I 100% understand where he's, where he's coming from, as far as speaking to the action being the way that we become and create the life that we want for ourselves and not being so committed to the belief that we all have to be filled with 
rainbows and pixie dust before we take action. I don't necessarily share the same sentiment about change your thoughts, change your life, not being a quote that's of significance or of meaning, or as he puts it, BS. Again, I love him as an author and most of the stuff that he says, I think is immensely profound and I learned so much from him. And I think that's the beautiful thing about, it's a beautiful thing about literature. There's just so much beautiful information out there. And I forget which or who said it, but it was a quote that goes, you know, we're all saying the same thing, but no one was listening, so you have to say it again. So I just mean that to say there's people whom he will reach and connect with through this way of approaching how he talks about some of the more meaningful and powerful things within the psychology of how we experience and the commitment that we make to find and seek out fulfillment in our own lives that has a beautiful way of resonating with people that will resonate and connect with him that would not connect with someone else doing the same work, saying the same thing. And I think this is one of those beautiful moments where instead of being so invested in my point of view, I was happy that I explored and I dug a little deeper to kind of to be able to pull a few layers back to his understanding of the idea of that quote and his reasoning for saying that we're more attached or more associated by our actions and that our thoughts don't necessarily have that much of an impact. So I was happy I sought that out and I really explored it. And again, I, I think we can all take a page from this for a variety of reasons. The first thing I would say is, you know, seek, seek information. You know, every day, every day, make a commitment to end your day better than you were when you started. Science proves that no one stays the same. You either get better or you get worse. So if you're not exploring opportunities to enrich yourself through what you learn so that you can leave a legacy of giving to others or just so that you can inform yourself and stay and find ways to enrich yourself and enrich the lives of the people that you love and care about greatly, then what are we doing? And more importantly, when you're when you're met with someone that has a different point of view, that may be coming from a completely different perspective on a subject, especially a subject that you're really, really invested and connected to, you know, try your best to be open-minded. You know, the ego that exists within all of us is gonna try to show its ugly head as soon as you come across it. Like I said, as soon as I came across that statement, I was I was like, wow. I was almost shut off to be able to hear what else, whatever else he had to share. But in doing my own work and realizing that, we should always be open to receiving information. And from that information and from that experience that you gain from learning that inspiration or information, you can then take it upon yourself to adapt that philosophy and, and consume it and and allow it to connect with what you already know and your philosophy and your thought process. Or you can say, hey, you know what, no thanks. And I think that this was just another prime example of coming across uh, a, a beautiful, a beautifully, a beautiful spirit communicating his truth and finding opportunities to connect with people who would pick his book up and come across his literature. And I think he has a unique and, and a very sincere way of connecting. And I just thought that that statement in of itself just kind of really set me back. And, and I was happy that I left room 
and I created space to go and explore and try to find ways to look at it differently, but more importantly, to truly understand what he was trying to say. So what I want to do, I just want to, I want to pose a question to you guys. You know, when you hear the statement, change your thoughts, change your life, you know, do you, do you, do you agree with me where it's, you know, that resonates and you believe that to be true? Or, you know, do you, do you think the, do you think differently? You know, like the author did, do you believe that that's BS to a certain, to a certain extent and that we are our actions, not our thoughts? And again, I'm not saying that he's completely not acknowledging the thoughts, the power of the impact of thoughts and emotions. I think it's actually the complete opposite of that. I think what he's saying is, although those things are important, the subconscious mind is a powerful thing and it takes a long time to be able to turn that ship around, sort of say, sort of speak. And in the time it takes to get to that place where you're making that change, as you're going on this journey, you're not always going to feel, you're not always going to feel completely optimistic about everything and all the actions and everything and, and creating the life that you want for yourself. And you still have to, you still have to get up and be met with and meet those challenges through taking, um, by taking purposeful, thoughtful action, even when you don't want to. So I, 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 so, so, so what side of that argument or what side of that point of view do you find yourself on? I'll be interested to know your feedback. Obviously you guys know how to reach out, you know, shoot me, shoot me a message. Let me know info at fahimmujahid.com. Again, I think we can all learn and take so much meaning um, from each other. Um, so I'm curious to get your feedback on your experience and what you think about what I said. So that's it. I just want to jump up here and, and like I said, occasionally I'm going to jump up here and maybe I'll call these, I don't know, sharing pages. Hey Tribe, so if you're excited about the Brief Life content and you want to find other ways to stay connected, the next time you're on Instagram, to Facebook, or YouTube, be sure to type in Fahim Jahid or Brief Life into the search bar and check out all the mindful things you have going on on your favorite platform share with you guys get your feedback. All right, so there you have whatever you guys are doing i hope you got found or were able to draw a little bit of inspiration and insight for what i said go out continue to breathe life and love into your world and i look forward to speaking with you guys on the next show breathe life